The following is a hoop ball presentation. Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. Welcome to Fantasy NBA Today. My name is Adrian Benjamins, and I'm joined by Coach. And this episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Get some delicious coffee. Taste the Kona difference. Head over to HawaiianIsles.com and Amazon and get some delicious coffee. Coach, I'm scared to drink coffee right now because it is like 8.30 p.m. my time, even later where you're at. But I did crack open a Modelo, so I am uh, drinking a little beer right now. Very nice, man. Yo, Adrian, go for the good stuff, dude. I, I still think I prefer uh, the Corona from last week. Was uh, I still think just a step up, but you know what? Okay. I do prefer Corona over Modelo, but this happened to be the only thing in my fridge, and uh, beggars will not be choosers. It's all I got, so I'm gonna take it, man. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm excited, and and congratulations. We're doing the the show actually a day earlier than normal because I heard uh, there's a big birthday celebration going on in the Benjamins household. Absolutely, my daughter, my baby girl, the youngest, uh, is turning three years old. Uh, actually, wow. later in the weekend, my son is turning seven. So both my kids have birthdays this week. So. Uh, tomorrow we got the whole Benjamin clan coming over to celebrate. So, uh, Coach, you and I, we usually record this on Thursday night, but I will be uh, stuffing my face with birthday cake and uh, hanging out with the family. So we're recording this a day early. And, then, Coach, this weekend I'm going to be at Legoland with the kids. So Nice. <laughs> yeah. You got to love that, man. I miss those days. It, and it goes by fast, so enjoy it and Wish uh, wish them both a, a happy birthday for me, man. Tell them, Coach said, you know, run dad ragged. Get him chasing around Legoland a little bit. I will. I will. Uh, I'm going to be a tired old man because those kids, uh, man, they have so much energy. It is hard to keep up with them. Coach, last week we went over the top 50 picks in Hoopball Dynasty League 3. Today, I think if we can get through the next 50, so what, 51 through 100, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, We're still in that slow period in the NBA, so not a lot of news and notes. But Coach, I do have one topic that's near and dear to your heart that I kind of want to ask you about. And the topic is Team USA. Now, Coach, you've been very vocal on Twitter about your support for um, this Team USA with Coach Popovich at the helm. We know a lot of the main guys, a lot of the main stars dropped out. So I guess you could say they're kind of playing with um, some of their B team, their second tier guys. And uh, Coach, a lot of people are worried. I read some reports today that um, in scrimmages that the – senior main team has had some trouble against the select team they they also had a scrimmage against some of the g league guys and i guess they haven't looked good so coach does this i i know you're gonna say you're not worried at all but are you concerned a little bit here i'm not worried at all (laughs) (laughs) 
let, let me tell you this. If, if anything, today's whipping that they took, you know, by a bunch of the G League younger guys or whatever, is probably the best thing that could have happened for Pop. He's got to be loving it. I'm, I remember back in the day, the dream team, I'm talking the dream team with Michael and company, they had a scrimmage with uh, against the college guys with bobby hurley the duke guys this is way back in the day mm. and the the college dude beat him and this was i'm talking michael bird magic all the dream team and that was a bit coach k came out after this was well you know years after and said that was the best thing that ever happened because that, that pulled them together and michael uh you know brought him in and barkley and, you know, they said some, uh, you know, threw some F-bombs around and, and talked to each other and got it together. And then they came out and scrimmaged them again and beat them by like 40. And uh, from that point on, they never looked back. So, that you know, I, I get it. A lot of guys dropped out. A lot of people are concerned about it. And and here's the thing, you know, the, the Olympics are the main target and goal you know, for everybody. And I think you'll find the majority of the main guys will be back next year. Now, where this is all screwed up is, is FIBA is the one that screwed this up. They used to do it every two years away from the Olympics. So then it wasn't so much of a strain, but you got to look at it from this standpoint. You know, if you're the LeBron's of the world, you can't be expected to play in FIBA this summer a grind of a regular season and playoffs and then the Olympics next summer. That's just too much. So I think you'll find this year will be maybe the best FIBA team we put out there for a while. I think you're going to see more of the younger guys, sort of like the quote-unquote select team that played uh, in the in the uh, scrimmage the other day, be the FIBA team and then the main guys play in the Olympics. So that, you know, that being said, that I really wouldn't worry about it. I mean, we've, you know, you got a lot of the other countries as well missing a lot of players. It's, you know, look at Australia, Canada. You know, there's a bunch of teams that uh, a lot of their players aren't playing. So I know Serbia is pretty good. And, you know, the nine Antikonumpo brothers playing for, actually it's only four, but still a lot playing for, for Greece. And no worries, man. We're going to be just fine. We've got a good squad. Uh, you know, I, if, uh, please uh, take a look on the Hoopball forums and on, on Twitter. Uh, you could see my predictions for who I think is going to make the team. I know you and I sort of butted heads at, at who the starting lineup was going to be. Uh, I know you think Miles Turner is going to start at center, and I think it's going to be Brooke Lopez. And I, I say that because uh, I think Team USA wants to space the floor uh, shoot the three and, you know, let the athleticism of slashing and taking to the hoop uh, take place. So anyway, no worries. Team USA was, is going to be fine, bro. Coach, I'm slightly concerned about Team USA. And uh, uh, there's a scrimmage coming up against Spain, who I believe is the number two ranked team in the world. This is going to be a great test to see where we're at. Um, the game actually taking place uh, like right in my backyard here in Anaheim. So was going to try to get some tickets for that game, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull that off um, with all the stuff I got to do with kids' birthdays and uh, whatnot. But anyways, um, 
Coach, did you also hear the trash talk from the Serbia head uh, basketball coach? Did you hear about this? I did see some of that. <laughs> you know, they're all super confident. And, you know, that's uh, that first huge mistake. Don't give, uh, you know, stuff to pin up on the board in the, in the locker room. So uh, whoever that coach is, uh, you know, big error of judgment there. <laughs> he, he made a statement. Let's let Team USA play their basketball. We will play ours. And if we meet, may God help them. That was the direct quote, quote that came from the Serbian head coach. Wow, man. I hope, uh, you know, Team USA um, in some interviews, getting some reaction. No, Nobody uh, let it get to them. Everybody played it cool. So, um, you know, Team USA doing the right thing, I think, by just, uh, you know, I mean, they're still the favorites. So we'll see how it goes. But I can't wait, Coach. Um, it's going to be terrific, man. I, I want to mention one other thing before we get started here because I'm really, really excited and want to just sort of break the news here first, if you will. Uh, so if we had the little sound machine, we could do the did it, did it, did it. But, uh, you know, just a little teaser for coming up uh, for our hoop ball listeners. Uh, we're, we're going to get involved with some DFS stuff. So daily fantasy sports basketball has is, is just exploded over the, the last couple of years. And uh, I am proud to say that uh, I'm going to be involved a lot with that side of things with hoop ball. And uh, just really looking forward to adding that to the mix. Uh, to just, you know, hoop-ball.com is going to be really the go-to place for uh, daily fantasy league, year-long leagues, head-to-head leagues, everything that has to do with NBA basketball, uh, you're going to be able to get at hoop-ball.com. So I'm excited for that, man. New, first news breaking. Some great news, Coach. Thank you for breaking that here. Uh, you know, two, I want to say two things but before we get into the breakdown of these uh, next 50 picks. First thing, I believe Yahoo is opening up their basketball site starting tomorrow. Coach, I think this means that mock drafts are going to be, the mock draft rooms are going to be open and ready to go. So, you guys, um, I'm going to jump in there right away. I hope you all join me for some mock drafts because um, if you don't, I'm going to be in those rooms all by myself, mock drafting. And, and like, that's no fun um, having to auto-pick a bunch of uh, uh, spots. So, you guys, jump in there. Let's start practicing right away because the season will come uh, very quickly. And then last thing. Coach, we got hit up Scott on Twitter, Team Fox and the Hounds. You know, shout out, Fox shout, and Hounds. Shout Woo! out to Scott on Twitter. He hit me up, Coach. We were giving him a hard time last week. I thought he made some um, questionable choices, but Coach, <laughs> you know, he shared with me. Some of his enthusiasm, I believe, I don't have his direct quote, but something like he can't wait to prove us wrong. And I love that attitude. I love it. Coach, you know, so dynasty to, dynasty leagues to me, what makes them so great is because you, you, you are on a different plan than everybody else. And so because of that, Coach, there really is not a wrong pick. And because of that, we see some really outrageous trades. You know, a long time ago, I made this trade. I had Mark 
Gasol in his prime. And I traded for DeMarcus Cousins, who wasn't like the beast boogie DeMarcus Cousins. And I got a bunch of draft picks. And I think I got another young player. I can't remember. And the league went crazy. Like, how could you trade this stud center for these guys and some draft picks who you don't even know? And in coach, three years later, that trade looked ridiculous. Because now Boogie Cousins was being drafted ahead of Mark Gasol. Those draft picks I got ended up being solid players. So, you know, you can have this belief that I won this trade. Maybe not right now. Maybe it's years from now. And that's what makes Dynasty League so great. That feeling like you guys all think I'm wrong. I can't wait two or three seasons from now when when I was right. You know what I mean? And I love that mindset. I love you can't do that in redraft leagues. That's only done in dynasty leagues. So I I love dynasty leagues, man. I I am with you 100%. Also, shout out to Scott and all the guys at Hoopball Dynasty 3. I, you know, we have the group me chats, uh, and I'm in that league, as you know. You know, I had the 15th pick and took LeBron and took a lot of smoke for taking LeBron uh, because he's so old. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, my group me was just blowing up last week after the show with everybody wanting to put their two cents in. So I told those guys, listen, I will make sure everybody knows we drafted early. It was before the free agent time. It was around the draft time. So there was a lot of unknown as we were making our early picks. And I think our entire – group of 20 teams did a fantastic job and i'll tell you what else was exciting with some of these uh with the hoop ball dynasty leagues is we have uh, a player from tokyo we had somebody from uh, the philippines we had somebody from uh israel somebody from london so it's just it's wonderful to see all, all the different aspects of everybody that gets into these and the strategies and like you say there's something about a dynasty league you know and here I'm sort of a DFS guy, and that's where, you know, the guy only counts for that game, that day, that minute. Uh, and then the opposite end of the, end of the spectrum is where really my core basketball started back when, when we did leagues when I was in high school, and that's with Dynasty Leagues. I'm with you, man. I, you know, I had a team going nowhere last year, and I had James Harden, and people thought I was out of my damn mind. I traded him for Luka Doncic. Terry Rozier, who I knew was going to land with a team this year because there's no way he was going to be a backup for Boston next year, and a first-round draft pick. And everybody wanted to just shoot me out in the back. So who did I end up with? I end up with, uh, uh, you know, Luca, who's arguably one of the best players going forward. Terry Rozier is probably the best player on the Hornets. And then I ended up with uh, the second pick overall in the, the draft this year for the uh, for the rookies. And guess who I took? See if you could see if you know me well enough. Who would I have taken second overall? Uh, it's got to be John Morant, right? John Morant. Right. So there we go. I've got so I've got uh, three three guards for my future that I that I think uh, I'll be set to go. And you got that all for James Harden. I did, but you got to remember when I made that deal last year, Rogier was having a terrible year. He wasn't playing, and you know nobody knew for sure that he was going to leave the Celtics. I thought he would, and you know uh, that person. It depended on where they finished. They didn't know it would be the second pick overall. So 
you know, it, it looked a little rough at the time. But again, it's one of those things you look back on even six months, eight months or a year later. And all of a sudden it looks like you, you know, smashed the guy. So uh, I'm excited. Hey, if you were in no position to win now, I think that was an outstanding trade. Um, Luka Doncic in this industry mock draft went pick 11, so already flirting or already has first round value in just his second year. James Harden, I believe over 30 years old already. Yes, maybe the or one of the best players right now, but hey, two like three years from now, Maybe Luca. Maybe we'll be drafting Luca ahead yeah. of Harden. And, and it's not and, bad to have Rozier and Morant as uh, well. You un- know, unbelievable, he- Coach. Well done. Um, all right. I think. Uh, shall we jump into it? Uh, last week we went over the top fifty. Should we do uh, the next fifty? Are you ready? I am ready. I've got it pulled up here. So go ahead, man. All right, let's do this at 51. Jared Allen followed by Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine, Buddy Heald, Otto Porter, Jonathan Isaac, Jonas Valanciunas, Robert Covington, Bam Adebayo at 59, and Eric Bledsoe at 60. Coach, no complaints from me here. I don't think I'm going to complain about a single pick all solid guys. Um, maybe the biggest shocker to me is Bam Adebayo uh, going this late. I think, Coach, the Bam era is officially upon us. Um, in his early 20s, taking over the starting gig for the Miami Heat. There's all kinds of hype on him coming in this year. He's uh, has a mid-range jumper now. Rebounds, block shots, gets you good percentages. I mean... Coach, I really surprised that he went all the way at 59. I think in that dynasty mock I was telling you about, I think he went in like the 30 range. So the only surprise for me there, um, I love, um, you know, Jared Allen I'm a little off of this season because the Nets added a DeAndre Jordan. But in this dynasty setting, I still love Jared Allen. Still a young guy and uh, still got a lot of promise. And I don't think he's hit his ceiling yet. So um, not a bad pick there. Um, You know, uh, so there are some guys who are like proven guys like Otto Porter, Robert Covington, as long as he stays healthy, you know, you can – um, just kind of lock him in, Eric Bledsoe as well, and then you got a couple guys like uh, Jonathan Isaac that maybe not so sure. Now I love Jonathan Isaac. I'm taking him pretty high in dynasty leagues, but he's definitely not a for sure thing. Coach, what are your thoughts on this uh, group of ten? Well, you know the main thing that you need to know on this too, because it affects some of these picks. Is you know these picks we did this draft early, so it was before. The Heat traded Whiteside, which obviously oh. extremely, you know, inflated Adebayo's, uh, you know, he went way up after that. And it was also before the the Nets uh, signed uh, DeAndre Jordan. So that's why Jared Allen oh. went prior to. So those are a couple of big things that took place that would have affected the placement where those guys were picked. So that's definitely worth a mention. Um you know, I, I look here. There's, I think there's some phenomenal picks in here. I think Zach Levine and Buddy Heald went back to back there. Uh, you know, it was. I felt like it was taking a gut punch on both of them because I had both of them highlighted as you know, either one being my next pick uh, when it came back to me. I think those guys 
are terrific talents now, uh, let alone for the future. So, no, I think everybody, you know, did a solid job. I don't see any, uh, you know, uh, question marks here. I, again, I think everybody here at, at this level, when you're talking, you know, third bottom part of the third round in a 20-man league, you know, you need these guys to produce. And I think these guys, uh, for, for the most part, will. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so we are pretty much on the same page there. Let's let's go ahead and jump over to the next 10. 61 through 70 starts with R.J. Barrett, Josh Richardson, C.J. McCollum, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, Mo Bamba, DeMar DeRozan, Stephen Adams, Mike Conley at 68, Andrew Wiggins at 69, and Shea Gillis-Alexander at pick 70. Coach, another great set of 10 players here. Um, You know, some questions. I'm guessing that the Russell Westbrook trade did not go down yet because I think Shea Gills alexander probably would have went a little higher than 70 if we knew um, he got traded to the OKC Thunder where it looks like he's going to be that new face of the franchise um, starting PG there. And then the other questions I got, you know, Mo Bamba. I love Mo Bamba. I actually got him in Dynasty League too, but um, definitely not a for sure thing. I, th- I, f- I felt like there was still some um, more solid bigs still on the roster. But, um, you know, uh, Chicago Yard Goats took this pick, and uh, I think he was probably going for youth here. So no questions there. Our buddy Scott Fox and the Hounds, CJ McCollum. You know, I feel it's so funny, Coach, because he uh, he took us a lot of risks in the beginning. I feel like it's, at this point, CJ McCollum feels really safe. So I kind of like that he kind of went unrisky and decided to go a little safer here like that pick um you know josh richardson again i wonder if this is after the trade that sent uh jay rich over to philly i feel like he's maybe lost a little bit of value now you know i he was arguably maybe the alpha dog on that miami team and now he's maybe third fourth option on that philly team i still think he's gonna be a pretty good fantasy asset and give some decent numbers but i just don't think you know coach last year he was going as high as like third round in some redraft leagues last year so i don't think we just consider him as that type of player at least for this upcoming season um you know other than that not a lot of complaints here what do you think of this round coach well, it was, you know, all of this stuff you could pretty much, you know, took place before all of the moves. So, you know, again, some of the fallout with some of these guys, I agree with you. I think Josh Rich goes from, you know, pretty much the number one option to the number four option by the move to Philly. So that hurts a little bit. But, you know, obviously, you know, in a keeper league, R.J. Barrett fourth round is about right. Um, you know, I was sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. Uh and I, I wanted a point guard to so to see guys like Brogdon and Conley and and uh, uh, Shea uh, Gilgis Alexander go was was uh, difficult. But no, I think those were were solid picks. You know, I I agree with you. I think Bamba can be a great player. I think to take him fourth round this high though was a monster risk considering he's uh, backup. Um, Stephen Adams, you know, I, it was an interesting pick when he was picked. I thought. Wow, that's a little high for him. But, you know, when you start looking at the OKC usage and how that new mix is going to work, 
with all the new guys, uh, you, you just wonder if Adams uh, is going to be just a double-double machine. So, uh, you know, I think there were some solid picks, some good safe picks with McCollum, DeRozan, guys you know are going to do well. Uh, you know, I love the Malcolm Brogdon pick. That was a guy it had circled too. So, uh, you know, a good solid uh, round for everybody. Yeah, I agree with you on the uh, Brogdon pick. I love his outlook in uh, Indiana. I think he's. we're going to see his numbers go up as the number one point guard there. Uh, they're going to miss Victor Aladipo for at least – the beginning of the season, and uh, I feel like they're really going to lean on uh, Brogdon, so I think that's a great pick. Um, you know, R.J. Barrett, and for me, that R.J. Barrett and Mo Bamba, it feels a little risky right here, where you could, like, I feel like there were still some young cats, or cats in the middle of their prime, proven guys that you could have taken, but hey, you know, if you're, hey, this is a pretty deep league, right, Coach? So if R.J. Barrett and Mo Bamba, if these are your guys that you got to have, maybe they're not going to be there on the way back. So you got to go get them. So, all right, let's jump into the next 10. We're going 71 through 80. Uh, at 71, Domantas Sabonis, Draymond Green at 72, DeJounte Murray, Julius Randle, Kyle Lowry at 75, LaMarcus Aldridge, Clay Thompson, Jeremy Grant at 78, Danilo Gallinari at 79, Chris Paul at pick 80. Coach, some again, some really solid proven guys. Draymond Green, Kyle Lowry, a little old. I don't know if I would have taken him there, but um, LaMarcus Aldridge. Hey, Kyle Lowry, though, a top-tier point guard. So if you're trying to win now, that's a fine pick. Proven guy. Um, some questionable pick questionable picks for me Jeremy Grant here at 78 uh, I don't know what kind of value he's going to have on this Denver Nuggets team you know again probably that trade didn't happen so he was on OKC even in that scenario I'm not sure I would be looking at him when there's some really um, high guys still on the board Brandon Ingram is still on the board Kevin Love um, Karis Levert Gary Harris I mean I don't know how you you draft Jeremy Grant over all those guys. So to me, that's probably the one questionable pick. Um, what are your thoughts on this round, Coach? Well, who's the idiot that took Kyle Lowry? <laughs> coach, you know what? I didn't even see that that was you. But, <laughs> Coach, you're you're sticking with your theme of the older proven guys. You went LeBron James in the first round. So it makes sense for you. You're clearly – you want to win that chip this year so Kyle Lowry great pick well I you know I've never seen a season that I didn't want to win that championship so I I have to admit that but again I I am always I have always felt that in dynasty leagues people incredibly over inflate youth to the point where you know I I'm a patient man, but I don't want to wait five years to win a championship. I think I can build a championship around a mixture of youth and uh, older guys and then fill in the youth for the older guys that, that, you know, fall out in three or four years. So, again, you know, Kyle Lowry is by far the best point guard available at that point. And, you know, his free throw percentage, he's top 10 in the league. Just a lot of pluses. His, his turnover 
to assist ratio. He's he's always been really good, dependable, and that's you know I felt good with that pick. Uh, a lot of guys in that round, you know, were solid. I think uh, Dejounte Murray could be a great pick if he's mm-hmm. healthy. Uh, Julius Randle may be the number one option in New York. Uh, I mean, how can you go wrong with LaMarcus Aldridge at that point, as solid as he is? Uh, again, for guys that, you know, want to look long-term, Clay Thompson, you know, is a stash guy for second half. I agree with you. The Jeremy Grant pick I is a little bit of a head-scratcher, uh, especially going to Denver where I think he'll be third, fourth, fifth option. Um, Gallinari, you know, who knows, could be a steal. Um, you know, Chris Paul, uh, another guy that I just, I don't have confidence in and I'm just not worth, uh, it, to me, it's not worth the risk. I know Dan and I were, uh, Vespers and I were going back and forth on Twitter a little bit the other day, cause he's sort of in the Chris Paul corner, but I get it. I know, you know, his stats are great. He's like best all time in the history of the league turnover to, uh, assist ratio, et cetera. But I just don't know how much he's going to be sold out with the Thunder. And I don't know where they're going to trade him to because there's no way he's going to stay on the team past the trade deadline. So just a little little too risky for me. But, you know, this is where you start to see now the very end of the fourth round going into the fifth round, you're going to start to see some, some variants of picks. You're going to have guys you know taking their shots at, at maybe breakout guys and people trying to fill in guys that you know are more secure if they've already taken young guys so generally though if you look back and you see where these leagues are won uh you know I, i've said this all along generally rounds one two and three you can pretty much lock in the books for everybody unless there's, there's a catastrophic injury but it's rounds four, five, six, seven. Those those four right in the middle that are going to develop uh, your your championship teams from your bus teams. You know, because you could have guys, you know, like a a Dejounte Murray that ends up being fantastic, or a Julius Randle, and then you could have a guy that you're just waiting on, like a Clay Thompson that we mentioned, uh, that isn't going to get it done. So that's sort of my take on that that uh, late fourth round. All right, the next set of guys up. Let's go 81 through 90. Let's start with Gary Harris, Montrez Harrell, Karis Levert, Joe Ingles at 84, Al Horford, Brandon Ingram, Thomas Bryant at 87, Lonzo Ball, Kevin Love, and Larry Nance Jr. at 90. Another great group of guys here. Uh, again, no complaints from me. A lot of solid picks. Um, you know, probably the, the biggest thing that stands out, Thomas Bryant. A lot of people have him high on the board th- for this upcoming year. Coach, I didn't know he was only 22 years old. Has taken over the starting gig for the Washington Wizards. Starting center kind of reminds me of like a young Clint Capella. Coach, in that uh dynasty industry mock draft um he ended up going where did he go 51 he went in that one so much later here so that's probably the biggest surprise for me because you know you can get a guy who's like um that next young crop of centers um you can snatch a guy like that up in a dynasty league usually those guys are have a lot more value um 
And then let me see here. Uh, other than that, man, not a lot else. A um, lot of great youth here. Gary Harris, only 26. Karis Levert, still young. Um, Brandon Ingram, you know, Lonzo Ball. Some really nice young guys here. Uh, pretty solid round, Coach. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, you're going to see sort of a scatter shot of all over the board here. You know, fifth, sixth, seventh rounds, always that way. You know, you get some some guys that are, you know, the Al Horfords that, you know, pretty much what their numbers are going to be. You know, this is where I took one of my young shots with Brandon Ingram. I think that, you know, he may be a, a number one or two option uh, for New Orleans. Uh, I think he's just an, an up and coming star in the league. And uh, I'm excited. I was excited to get him at that spot. I mean, who knows? You know, you could have a, a Kevin Love that could be uh you know, a comeback season, especially if he gets moved to a team uh, that, you know, where he's going to be competitive. Uh, guys all over the board here. You know, there's a few question marks, uh, you know, that you just, you don't know what's going to happen with. I, you know, Joe Ingles, to me, I think, you know, with some of the moves uh, made, and then, you know, I just read recently where he's uh, saying, you know, he's willing to come off the bench and be the sixth man. Uh, that would be a, a little bit, uh, uh, tough but uh you know th again these are make or break guys in these middle rounds you know very interesting team stro swift who took draymond green who you mentioned definitely in that win now mode definitely drafting his team to go get those championships at right now but what's also really interesting um he took um kevin durant early who's going to miss and then also later a few rounds ago took a Victor Aladipo who's also going to miss some of this year so you know even it's it's really strange I'm curious if he's still going to be able to compete this year but if not man he might be the favorite to win this league next year because he's you could tell team Stro Swift is definitely in that uh, locked into that win now mode taking Draymond Green here a pretty pretty good pick um, I'm looking ahead. I'm getting ahead of myself. He takes Kevin Love in the next round. Again, kind of staying in that uh, path of the proven win now, guys. Um, all right, Coach, let's go ahead. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. He he took Kevin Love in this round. Uh, Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, man, I need to mark the, this list as I'm going through it that we've already talked about it. No oh, man, it's been a long day, Coach. Okay. Let's go through the final. I think we're going to make this the final 10 picks of the show. We're going to end at 100. Let's go 91 through 100 to start us off at 91. Michael Porter Jr., Derek White, Kelly Oubre Jr. at 93, Kevin Herter at 94, Justice Winslow at 95, Darius Garland followed by Terry Rozier, Kobe White, Mikel Bridges at 99, and Brandon Clark at 100. Very interesting round. A lot of young, unproven guys here with Michael Porter Jr. Um, we haven't seen Darius Garland yet, except I love him. Some question marks here, Coach. Kobe White, Mikel, Mikel Bridges, is he going to be... Um, a fantasy stud. I don't think we know that for sure yet. Um, I love Brandon Clark. Still kind of feels a little bit early, but um, for Brandon Clark. So, Coach, I, I do got some question marks. I'll be honest with you. 
I don't think I can pull the trigger on Michael Porter Jr., man. It's just um, I'm really concerned about his health. I understand his upside. I understand his potential. But, man, I mean, when was the last time we've seen this guy healthy? It's been years. And word is that he's still not ready to go. And, man, I mean, I just don't know how you could draft this guy when you got some still some some pretty good talent on the board here still coach some proven still young guys available here so for me maybe that is the wildest pick i think michael porter jr but what are your thoughts on this uh group of guys coach oh no oh yeah i think we lost each other for a sec but we got you back sorry uh Sorry, you guys, for the technical uh, difficulties, but we got Coach back on. Coach, what were your thoughts on these uh, next group of 10 here? Well, uh, you're talking Michael Porter Jr. Uh, trash, and the guy's name is Stone Cold Steve Austin is the name of the team. And I would not want to get him to pile drive me, and he looks like a big, tough dude. <laughs> so it's at Adrian Benjamins on <laughs> – <laughs> you know no, I'm with you man I, I think there were a lot of risks in this round this was sort of the first you know run of like sort of head scratchers I mean I Ubre Jr uh, Herder you know Garland I, I don't know if it's too early for Clark White I mean it's just I don't know I, I think there were a lot of uh, people looking to hit the home run, and I think maybe, of course, a couple of them will pan out. I think there's a lot of risks there that, that maybe were a little early. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm looking ahead, which I don't know if we're going to do any more picks on future shows, but I'm looking ahead, Coach. Miles Bridges uh, was still on the board. Kyle Kuzma Jalen Brown, who I think we haven't seen, um, we haven't seen him reach his ceiling yet. Uh, coach, some guys that we really love are still on the board here. So uh, I just don't know, man. The biggest question mark with Michael Porter Jr. I just don't see how you could take in here. Um, again, my apologies to Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I'm gonna hide behind my computer when I uh, judge y your team here, but. Again, dynasty leagues here, man. We just don't know what guys are doing. You know, maybe this guy's drafting for five years down the road, which, uh, Coach, I did that in Hoopball Dynasty League too. I literally drafted my team to compete five years down the road. Uh, didn't draft a single guy over 22 years old. Uh, so, wow. yeah, so, um, you know, um, we just don't know what he's and how's doing. how's that working for you? Well, I got Luka Doncic. I got Jaron Jackson Jr., um, so, you know, not bad so far. I was able to get Darius Garland in the draft. Um, I got some guys that I am excited about, too, in uh, Troy Brown, um, who I think could possibly start this year. So, um it's it's uh we'll see how it goes but coach i don't even i don't even care if i get in last place because it means i got a lot of lottery balls to try to land um the top pick in next year's draft which if i can add him to that young team man i will be very excited uh actually super quick i want to pull up my team there were a couple other guys i was excited about um on this team and you know what let's scratch that because my computer is so slow um okay so 
Yeah, coach, this was a this was a really odd group. Um, Darius Garland could possibly be the steal of this pick if he is what we think he is, man. So um, yeah. that could be great. I love the Kevin Herter pick. I like the Kelly Oubre pick here as well. Um, what else? Mo, coach, you know, we're giving the Michael Porter Jr. pick a hard time. What about Kobe White? A guy um, – well, you know, I know you like Kobe White. I, I thought okay. he was awesome in summer league, dude. But, again, he might not be starting. Yeah. So – yeah. That's the tough thing, you know. It's just, again, it's a wait and see with a lot of these guys. But, you know, you'll find, I mean, we could sit here and debate these middle rounds forever, you know, in every dynasty league because it's all, it's all you know, risk-reward kind of thing absolutely. with guys that you're picking. Absolutely, so. absolutely. And the truth is we won't really know who's right or who's wrong until – three or four years from now, right? Like, we got to get into a time machine and see what, what, what Kobe White looks like uh, down down the road or see exactly is Michael Porter Jr. going to even ever play a game. So, you know, we really just don't know. We are speculating here, so really tough to say. Coach, any closing thoughts? Some really great picks here, actually. Um, you know, only a few head scratchers to be honest with you some really savvy drafting here in hoop ball dynasty league three well maybe next week what we can do is sort of go through your roster on hoop ball dynasty three or two and then we'll go through my roster on hoop ball dynasty three and just sort of talk about maybe the strategy that we use to put those teams together like you mentioned you went with the youth movement and i went with a little bit more win now movement and we can sort of you know go through those and and for those guys that are still looking uh to prepare for drafts that might be able to give them a heads up on on some of the things going forward yeah hey i think that's an outstanding idea because you know one of the reasons why and of course we'll get deeper into this in the next show but one of the reasons why i went so young coach is um, i had a really late pick this is a deep 24 teams by the time my pick came up um all of the really solid win now guys and even the young win now guys a lot of the guys were gone the main guys were gone so i decided to go luka Doncic, and then when i followed that pick up with jjj coach now i have two guys that are like i think at the time maybe both guys were 19 years old because think about it this way so at that time i was like i mean you know i can't take paul Millsap. After I take those two guys, so or LeBron James and Kyle Lowry, exactly. (laughs) So it it really handcuffed me just to go stick to the super young. But I would love to go through my full roster because I am kind of excited about some of my guys, you know. And then there are a couple guys who I were excited about, and some of that excitement's kind of tailed off. Guys like uh, Coach, you and I talked about. Eli Okobo, a guy who I was really high on, who it's not looking so great for him. So, you know, um, it, it it would be a lot of fun to uh, go over our rosters. All right, Coach. Yeah, let's do that for sure. I wanted to mention something real quick. Since we talked last week, obviously the NBA uh, schedules came out. That was really exciting on Tuesday. And uh, if you haven't seen it, opening night, Tuesday, October 22nd, that's uh Coming up very quick. It'll be here before you know it. Uh, Opening TNT, New Orleans Pelicans, Toronto Raptors, followed by L.A. Lakers, L.A. Clippers, which obviously is going to bring down the house. Um, 
couple notes too, just you know, uh, information-wise for the for our, our hoopball listeners. Uh, they're uh, also talking about uh, playing some of the games earlier. They've got them scheduled that way so that uh, they don't end as late on the West Coast, which uh, I think will be awesome. Um, they're they're planning on you know keeping that going forward, just you know to keep things a little bit tighter, which will be great for our. Uh, when we're doing our our uh, box score breakdown in the evenings, we'll have a little bit more idea of what we're actually looking at instead of uh, just being in the middle of games. So that should be awesome. And then um, it you know it's always fun to to look uh, at the games that uh, that they have on on Christmas. So I'm gonna go through those real quick because that's uh, I think one of the most fun days for the NBA. Uh, of the year I'm just getting to that here but they have a, a five games scheduled uh, on Christmas Day Boston Toronto Milwaukee Philly which will probably be the Eastern Conference Finals I think Houston Golden State again Clippers Lakers which is going to be shown a bunch this year finished up with Pelicans and Nuggets so that ought to make for one heck of a a Christmas uh, Christmas Day for sure. But uh, just before we, we uh, close up, just wanted to mention again, uh, excited. Uh, hopefully our hoopball listeners are also excited that uh, really expanding hoop-ball.com to another level this coming season. Just uh, we have some tremendous shows, uh, team shows out there. I listen to our new Sacramento King show today. Uh, phenomenal shout out to, to uh, that show. And, uh, you know, listen in, check out our forums, get involved, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Joe Sarvati. That's J O E S A R V A D I. Uh, you know, shoot me up any questions on uh, Twitter there that we can bring to the show. And again, jump in those hoopball forums. We've got a good Team USA discussion amongst others going there. So uh, just uh, excited, man. This is going to be a phenomenal season coming up. Uh, and uh, we have some great announcements coming forward with some uh, possible new sponsors and, and everything else coming aboard. And I want to thank uh, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee again for uh, bringing this show to us and uh, look forward to next week bro all right you guys that'll do it thanks again as coach said for listening and supporting the show we will see you guys next week This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.